Hi guys, I'm Bill Brown, the photo brother. And I'm Dan Brown, the video brother, and this is the Stack Talk with the Rail Brothers. The podcast where we talk about old trains, new trains, big trains, small trains, and everything in between. And red trains, and blue trains. And red trains, and blue trains. (laughs) Freight trains, and steam trains. Passenger trains. Electric trains. We don't discriminate. Model trains. With our trains over here. We love them all. I'm just going to bring out the like the train well, book. So the only trains that, that like, like what, what are trains we don't like? I don't think there are trains that we don't like. I guess I think lesser of trains that have rubber wheels. So that would be like Montreal. Is that a train? Well, I would think so. Because like, the, like, the tr- like, like the Montreal like uh, Metro and like some of the Paris Metro lines, they... Like when you look at them, I think you're unequivocally like it's it's a tr- it's a train, right? It just has rubber hmm. wheels. Like let me hmm. see if I can. Montreal, that doesn't feel right Metro. to me. Yeah, but. yeah, exactly. So that's like I don't know. I don't really like that because it has a very different but. aesthetic. Because it doesn't sound like it like what we think of as a train when it goes by. It's like a a whoosh. Isn't that the one that like hums really weird though? It like makes a really weird fun. Yeah, it makes sound like, a, it, like a like a like, like a, I don't know. It's got like a harmonic thing to it. Thing, so yeah. Bizarre. Um, let's see if hmm. we can find a Montreal Metro. We were going to talk about, you know, 425, 425 and nice time about 425, but now we're just going to argue about whether the Montreal Metro is a train or not. Yeah. Ooh, look at this. I mean, it definitely, the, the stations are sweet, you know? Like, look at this. Look at this. It's a brutalist masterpiece. And so the mm, thing with these, these these metros, they're, they're like Paris-inspired metros. They're in like the Paris universe of metros so they have a very different ethos Hmm. than most other metro systems um Hmm. the cars are smaller and the stops are much more frequent so like in paris the philosophy is like you didn't have to you only had to walk like a short distance before you got a metro station Hmm. but the problem is that they're not as fast because there's a billion stops so if you want to go across town Hmm. it takes forever Anyway, mm. so, I mean, you can see we're in this situation where there's a bunch of stops where having rubber tires can be advantageous. You know what? I'll, I'll give it, like, a pass. It looks like a train. Yeah, it does look like a train. You know, like it's it unequip- doesn't have like, metal wheels, but, you know, maybe we can have, like, the one exception rule. Like, you know, hey, the, like, one degree of separation kind of thing. You know, it's like, yeah, it has a yeah, lot of cars Yeah, I guess that one's on okay. It. It's then, on like, a track, kind of. It's, like, what yeah. do you consider, like... Why are we looking up the Hershey Park tram? Well, I'm, we I'm just trying to think. Like, is that a train? Is the Hershey Park tram uh, a train? No, there's no track. It needs a track, right? That would guess. Our, like a guideway? So you, so, our, so, to you, like, train needs a guide, like some sort of guiding I thing. feel like you need a... Yeah. What is the... De- let's look up the definition of a train. What is the definition of a train? If we are going to have a train podcast, we probably we should know what the definition of a train is. Train. So we're going to look up that right now. It just brings up Amtrak. Come on, definition a of A series train. of connected vehicles that run along a railway track, transport people, or freight. So actually, they, yeah, they're, they're kind of saying railway track. That's right in the Wikipedia definition. So yeah. in a way, so. that would that would disqualify um, Paris. Cause it, no, it Montreal. Doesn't have, or sorry, Montreal. Well, some, so in some lines in Paris. They're not all the lines, but mm. some lines in Paris. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like that looked like a train... You know, 
So I feel like it could be a train versus a train, like, you know, a tram where it's like, you know, just a big, really, 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 really long bus. I don't think that counts. Yeah. So just connected, connecting theory. a bunch of things with wheels does not yeah. count. So then right. what about like ones that like aren't really a train? Like they're the ones at the airport and stuff like that, where they're just like, you know, like a people bouncing mover? back and forth and they're on rubber wheels. They technically have a guideway, but they're like one car long. What do we do? Do we think those like, yeah, I mean, I yeah, think people a, mover well, kind so of I thing. Mean, if, like, if you're saying, so this people mover, yeah, see what those are? that has steel rails. Yeah. So that's straight up a train, right? Some of them have steel wheels. Some of them, some, some of them have we- rubber yeah, like wheels. What the hell is so, this? Like this is the people mover. And the some of them kingdom? have, yeah, it, which it has, what is it? Okay. Uh, linear induction right. motors. All yeah. Right. I, I raise you to maglev. So well, that's definitely maglevs lots are definitely of maglevs do not have steel wa- rails, right? Like, but they're on a track. So, but they're on a track, and it has but multiple like the, the cars. Japanese ones have rubber wheels that only at a certain speed actually lift up. But then most monorails have a lot of monorails have rubber wheels. So yeah. I feel like the wheel is not as important as it needs to be. The multiple cars long, or at least the the possibility of multiple cars long. And on some kind of guideway. What about a guided bus? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, like, at Cam- Cambridge, is a, there's a... The uh. Cam- Cambridgeshire guided busway. Well, the thing look, is, that thing can just go drive off it, and it won't matter. Like, it can just drive off it, and it won't... It's still a bus. Yeah, but what if, there, if they put, like... If they slammed an articulated bus on there, would that become a train? I don't know. Depends if it's it goes off the guideway or not. It's getting very train-like. Like, looking at this picture, that looks like a train. I would Only almost call that a train, delay. although that looks like it's just multiple buses. I think it's because there's some sort of, yeah, there's, like, some sort of issue with the, uh, yeah. the buses. Like, I could call that, like, I could see an argument where you can make that, like, but the thing is the buses still have the ability to go off the track. So, like, if I it was entirely... So, yeah. yeah. Um, isolated guideway i could i feel like you could make the argument that it could be a train in some way but so trains require a guideway or they do not work yeah basically if they go off the guideway they they derailed they a bus going off the guideway does not derail it just turns into a regular bus yeah so by the way just to describe what we're showing here is we've got in Cambridgeshire, there's like oh, a yeah, concrete. This is an audio. Yes, yeah, there's a concrete guideway. So there's, it's basically like a bus, and you removed like you know how buses are quite wide. Essentially, you remove all of the pavement underneath the bus, and you just keep the the, Except for the right pavement under the for right next to the wheels, right? And so the logic there is you mm-hmm. can't get a car onto it because the cars aren't as wide, and the bus can travel much faster because there's a very precise alignment. And I think it has some alignment tools on it too. So in Cambridge in England, they actually have like a, a route that runs, I think it goes into like the heart of Cambridge and then goes out into the countryside to like some other campus. I don't know if it's of Cambridge hmm. university. Um, and I think there's a couple of those that are out there in the world, but the one, the Cambridge one is the one I think of the most when I think of this kind of technology. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So we've sort of talked about. So we're closing in on train. A train being multiple connected cars on some sort of permanent fixed guideway, um, and does not function without said guideway. 
And so, yeah. so in this case, I guess a guideway could be a monorail. It could be a, a series of magnets, or it could be the very traditional steel rail and steel wheel technology. At least that's our thought. My thought, anyway. I yeah. don't know. I don't like to be. I don't like to exclude things, man. You know. Yeah. So I guess so. In, in being inclusive is is uh, well, um, let's think. Now you're gonna show me something that's gonna <laughs> hurt me even more. Like like is a that. is a is a gondola a train? Like a gondola car? Oh, that's not the. I'm thinking like a cable car. Well, but yeah, not, but not, but not the. Put, you put, yeah. Not the cable car you're thinking else. of. No, I'm thinking yeah. like these ones. Yeah, just so you know, his Google search brought up a bunch of gondola cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brought up like gondola. Are in like, is it gondola railroads. or gondola? I've heard people say I don't both. Know, you can look I mean, I think like the hardcore railroad people like to say gondola, but I've always said gondola. I think it is gondola because a gondola is probably what we're thinking of with the. Yeah, but aren't they the spelled? Sky. They're spelled the same exact way, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, I think it's just people being. I don't know. <laughs> There's no track. It's a wire. <laughs> yeah, it's a wire. Anyway, so yeah, a, go- a gondola car is. I guess it's used a lot for scrap, right? Like you'd put, you'd find those at a scrapyard, and they'd like just chuck big pieces. You can of use them for there. a bunch of stuff, just but it's basically you know. Um, low side. I was actually looking into this for my model railroad in that oh. like, gondolas were used a lot for, especially before hopper cars became a thing with like, you know, the, the drop bottom hoppers became really popular. They were pretty much used for everything that was like coal, iron ore, that kind of stuff. Anything that you would basically, and truthfully, they're going back to them because a lot of they use hopper car, uh, the, instead of using drop bottom hoppers, they're using gondolas now because they just tip the whole thing over and they're just a high side gondola. Um, but you know, is that the with the rotary couplers? About, is that yeah, in with conjunction the with things. Ro- Yeah. Okay. Like they yeah, look so what, exactly like a hopper car, but they're in theory, technically a gondola cause they don't have the drop bottoms, I think. But they have um, the rotary cu- couplers to allow them to rotate. Yeah, I believe so. Or they just pick them up and throw them over or something. I oh, didn't look that far into the modern ones. I was looking huh. for old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But, um, but yeah, no, I was looking it because uh, I was, it looked like the Roebling Steel people mainly transported the wire rope they made in gondolas. So, so um, by the I way. I have one photo of that that proves that, <laughs> and I need to find more yeah, information. Yeah, B- Billy's modeling a very niche thing that, there's maybe no photos of, and I'm sure like there's lots of people out there that are going to think like, oh, oh, you think that's niche? I have like some weird railroad in. I'm sure there are more photos. I just need to actually like do nowhere. But uh, my only research has been through the internet, so we all know that that's not a hundred percent. Yeah, like, I can yeah, go, There's yeah, a museum. I, I can guess go you to, can go go you know. look at microfilm and crap and try to see if there's anything in there. Yeah, that's part <laughs> of the fun of it, Dan. Yeah. Mr. Uh, I just want to see trains zoom around. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to see trains, man. Like, yeah, I just want to watch some trains. Do you want to talk? So, to, uh, is this so now what, a whole so what, podcast? Is just us arguing about what's a train and what's not? What's a trolley? Is a trolley a train, Danny? Is a trolley a train? Well, so I guess that's an interesting point because, like, we were saying interconnected cars, where traditionally trolleys were only one car, right? Mm-hmm. So, is that a train? I mean, it definitely fulfills like, the guideway part of our definition. But it, I guess you you can couple them up. It's like a traditional trolley car. You don't, but you you could. Yeah, and maybe that maybe that's the there's historical de, de, um, differentiation in trolleys from railroads. Like in Philadelphia, for example, the Pennsylvania Railroad was in standard gauge four foot eight and a half between the rails. Um, and then there's 
Pennsylvania trolley gauge, which I think is five foot two, which is explicitly made to make it so you couldn't have the trolleys running on the tracks because the Pennsylvania Railroad was worried about competition and them running on their trains, train tracks. Um, Cause capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, kind of crazy to think about. Um, yep. So in that case, like there is a distinction between the trains and the trolleys and, you know, in Philadelphia, we call them trolleys. We don't call them trams. We don't call them white rail. They're trolleys. Like officially, that's like on the, on the signage and everything. Yeah. A lot of other yeah, places like, don't call no, them No, we that. don't need to update our branding. It's yeah. a trolley. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there are definitely some exciting things happening with the trolley system, which... Oh, yeah, did you did you see that they just tested out the PCCs again? I did they see that, yeah. They, they were testing that today, it looked like. I saw somebody on Instagram oh, today. posting about it. Oh, so the, yeah. so the PCCs are the President's Commission cars, which is a... Like, if you've seen, like, the pictures... Uh, like, if you think of a trolley car in your head, like a streetcar, it's probably what comes up. It's probably, like, that and the New Orleans trolley, like a streetcar named Desire. But the PCC one is like the cool 50s looking streamlined one. Uh, Looks slightly more like a regular bus. Yeah. And so Philadelphia, you know, having one of the, the great legacy streetcar systems in the U.S., um, I think only one of like three that's left, right, uh, had a bunch of these PCC cars like hanging out. So then they made PCC twos, which were essentially air conditioned PCC cars. And we've had those for like 15 to 20 years. And then those all got worn out and now they're PCC threes. Yep. We've yeah. Con- and they just tested the one, I think on the route 15. So, yeah. And, and they're having like a lot. I think I'm excited a, to have them back. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't use them as often. I typically use what's called the K cars or the Kawasaki cars. But the cool thing with the K cars is that they, they still follow like the same form factor of a traditional trolley where they're high floor. You got to step up in them. They have a bell goes ding, 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 you know, it's really like a traditional trolley, whereas for in a couple of years they're gonna they're gonna retire all those and bring in low floor trolleys, which are better in almost every single way because they fit more people, they're more accessible, they're easier to get on and off of, they're probably more reliable, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it will be definitely a big change for the neighborhood. Yeah, but but more useful. Like I said I'm still excited about the PCCs coming back. I'm like. Yeah, we can go rail fan some PCCs. Yeah, maybe we'll, have to, we'll do another transit crawl, make our way up to the, the Route 15. Yeah. It'd be really great. So they do. Who is it? Does they do a outing with the PCCs, and sometimes they take them into the tunnel or take them on like other routes, uh, which would be kind of fun uh, to do. So people, they it's like the Delaware chapter of the Streetcar Society yeah. or something. They do it like January first, I believe. Yeah, I mean that's the problem is like all these rail fans. They don't like the party, I guess, or the way of partying is, is like going on the trolleys, which is cool. That's great. But I'm usually hungover. Yeah, Danny, you, you're not old enough yet. Now. <laughs> old like, enough. hey, yeah. it's it's we're recording this like, at 9.55 at night, and I'm like, yeah, I need to go to bed. No, soon. I feel that. Uh, uh, and then there's like the turkey like, trots that always had... happen. Yeah. Like, I would be like yeah, full that's because, you know, when you get older, turkey, Danny, you can only yeah. have like three drinks before you like just. You know, yeah, I'm rapidly, can't rapidly approaching that. I can, I think, three drinks mm-hmm. is about my max now. But uh, yeah, like what was it like? We went to Hershey Park with some friends the other day, and uh, yeah, I I had five drinks one night, and I couldn't ride the ro- I could barely ride the roller coasters the next day. So yeah, <laughs> hashtag turning thirty five. Good times. Woo! Or yeah. am already thirty five. And the shame of the whole thing is like Hershey Park has got a great 
little railroad that they that they yeah, didn't have except it wasn't working yeah it was a it's, it was a dry gulch we're valley putting you railroad, on blast hershey it, park let me make sure i got like the second right. weekend you were open you didn't have your train or your monorail running but it's just we a dry did ride on the railroad, little by the way yeah when they have it running it's really great i guess it's a i heard it's even better they used to have like little anim- animations when the train went by but oh, uh, that's fun it does have like block signaling huh and there are two engines and in peak seasons, they've got huh. both engines running, which is pretty oh, cool. That's cool. At least I think they have at well, least. I've two got engines, two free actually. tickets now, so. Yeah. Mm. And it, there's a there's a slight gradient change, so at certain points that little they have like little four four O's, and they're working. Yeah. Mm. Fun. I wonder what gauge they are. Two foot. I'm gauge? sure you can find that out by typing it in. Yeah, right it's now. a two foot gauge. Look at that. Two that's foot gauge. That's fun. Speaking of two foot gauge, we need to go up to Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's another thing on the um. But so is this just podcast just being like, what is a train right now? Is that what we're doing? It seems like what we're doing. Yeah, I so guess that's what we're doing. What is let's a go train? Into it. So, so yeah. So is an amusement park train a train? I think yeah. it is because we just call I think it, it a is. train. Yeah, we just call it a train. Uh, I mean, it's got it's got um. I guess it's, it's, let's think it's, of, we can unpack another thing, which is like the locomotive. Does a train require a locomotive? I'm just going to unequivocally say right now, no. Train does not need a no, locomotive. No, because you have RDCs, you have RDCs yep. doodle bugs. That, those are all historically a train. Um, although I believe my wife would argue with me that they call, she calls them a bus, uh, a fake or a fake train. Whoa. Especially the light rails on the what? river line. What? Yeah. That's more just to make me mad. Oh, my God. Uh, and sad. <laughs> no, she are, likes to tease are, me being like legit. it's not a real train uh, and i'm like yeah you're kind of right a, and no, i cry no um, no i mean that that's operating on fra federal Railroad administration like trackage that's a legit train like there's a dispatcher yeah, I know. yeah. You know? it's got a real deep like big diesel it's not that big but diesel and motor in it you know and it makes a clicky clack sound does that It'll, is that required is does it need to make a clickety clack sound does it so if i think it's it definitely rail, does it not count was it? If it's welded rail, does it not count? No, as but even a train welded anymore? rail, like you can't. It, I mean, that would be fantastic if someone has a railroad out there that is continuously re- welded and does not have any joints. <laughs> I don't think that would be great at all. I'm it's pretty like, sure that would buckle. Yeah, you, know, and well, you could do it. Like maybe if you if you have a gigantic circle and you allowed the entire circle to expand and contract, that might be able to work. Then it would go out of gauge, and but at, would, the, at those sizes. If it's like yes. a big enough circle, it it might the amount out of you understand that like real trains have problems with like when it gets heated up and like even oh, with the no, expansion no, no, no. points they like yeah yeah no I know completely I, no, go I, out of gauge I know about right? that I'm thinking it'd be like something like a layer you could maybe get away with it being literally one continuous <laughs> welded loop of trains he's talking about the Pine Creek Railroad where <laughs> so, they yeah. have like a two mile long loop I think yeah um, that would be like a really weird. Guinness Book I don't of think World that would work. Thing. I don't think so. They usually can get like because uh, it a, would a def- couple it, thousand it, feet. You can usually get a couple thousand feet right out of like continuous welded tra- uh, track, right? Or maybe it's just like a thousand feet. I don't really know. But it's 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 not an insignificant distance, right? It's it's, it's pretty long. I'm like you can go so for like what a is pretty. Your, it's just like the, for one you're just trying to prove that you can do this. Like I like. Well, now I this think is you just a just thought experiment. Like it's like what is all right. The, so here, the biggest, let's do a like, thought experiment. Go get a four by eight piece of plywood, 
solder all your track together, see how that works. Yeah, but it's not soldered. It would be well. Yeah, you solder Welded, it. You, you solder it. Bo- yeah, you solder it to each other, right? But because it's a circle, when it expands, it just moves out, right? It just gets slightly bigger. And because it would be in gravel, yeah, but because there's two rails, they have to do it gravel, the exact same way. The gravel. Well, and maybe so if it you break. A, the problem is, you would break the. But if you the. Uh, the ties, the you would break off the ties, so then you wouldn't be. But maybe, like in theory, if they're free floating, yeah, but they're attached to each other. Maybe if you can do some metallurgical magic, and get it. I so feel like we're going down a real weird. Each rail like, has a here. slightly different metallic property and expansion properties that you could get it. You know what? You can have your little two mile <laughs> lot. That's fine. I've. You can do well, that. I, so I'll then the second part, that, so that was the first part of the thought experiment. So then the second part is like, would I consider the train that runs on that track to be a train because it does not would not go clickety clack? There would be no joints in that entire system. They'd have I to literally, they'd have to literally truck it on there because there wouldn't be any switches, right? They'd have to like lift it onto the track. <laughs> I have a it's new, av- I have a new okay. thing. I think we are getting into the minutia of it too much. I think if I show my 18-month-old daughter a picture of it and she says choo-choo, it's a choo-choo. Yeah. yeah I, 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 feel that. I think that... I don't know. This, we could end up in a weird place where, like, you know, you, you could end up with, like, trolleys not counting and being a bus and, you know... Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And, uh, you know, like, those, like, trams that just are shaped like a train end up being a train. So I'm just saying, this, if this rule is effect, like, that, that could end up in a crazy area. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. she's gotten pretty good at uh, like going like wanting you know liking trains and stuff, so she uh, what was it? We went and took her to the um, had to take her to appointment at Chop down in Philly the other day, and uh, uh, yeah, the Amtrak passed by and she goes choo choo, and then she it was like more. She wants more choo choo. That's awesome. So, you need to provide more choo choos, Uncle Danny. So on our. <laughs> Is this a choo-choo? So what we're looking at is the Bombardier guided tram, which is essentially a bus in that it... What? Each car... That looks like a train. Hang on. Each car has four rubber wheels in each corner. They are connected to each other, and it looks like a tram, and there is a, like, metal rail, a single metal rail in the ground that is used for guidance only. Mm. And it has rubber wheels. This one is really difficult because it uh, looks like a tram. Like if you look at it, like oh, that looks like a light. Yeah, no, I had no th- thought that but would not look like. If a tram. you interrogate like, it for a second, like, wait, there's only one rail, and it looks like that rail is not even able to be used as the grounding, like the electrical grounding connection. Because in a traditional trolley, you only have one pole that touches the electric wire up on the top, and then the rails and the steel wheels are able to connect to the bottom and form the grounding bit. Whereas for this one, can't even use the center wheel or center rail as the grounding, and it actually has what the the, the kind of like pentagraph you find on like a trolley that bus like with a trolley bus stuff. Yeah, which has mm. like two poles, one positive and negative. Hmm. This is really tough. I think it's I kind of hate that. Yeah, kind of hate that. Um, I don't know like what use case mm. this one would be great at because at this point, mm. like, why don't you just get a trolley bus? Like, how I is think it it's because they just want to fuck with us. You know, yeah. oh, wait, are, are we going to say, are we going to say curse words on this podcast? Uh, I mean, I guess we just did. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> am I going to uh, go through and bleep it out? 
You should maybe out, maybe this is like do, one of those things where it's like do, PG thirteen. We can say like two curse. You know words what? On podcast. Yeah, but we have we have some viewers that I know are younger, so they probably want to hear us yeah. bicker yeah. And, not and not say curse words. And be nice to each so other. So you should, you know, bleep those out. Probably. So, talking about trains, I think since we talk about are, what we, are, like, are we talking about trains or what? are we talking about this weird thing that no we're talking about at. the weird definition of trains so so this, this one abomination. is abomination like i don't want to talk about by the way you can anymore. you should tell that story about how what was it like we were down in when oh, we were kids i was actually um, thinking about this yeah we were down in where was it where were we in like it's key, uh, west. key west it's key west yeah i'm yeah. sure it's key west and there was a tram that was going around that looked like that had like a train <laughs> that was made to look like a train um, you know, like just taking people around the island. Um, and Danny, I think he was probably like what ten. Yeah, hot something take. like that. Nine. <laughs> yeah, your hot take was you saw that and you were like, that is a disgrace. I, yeah, I think, I like, I think wow. our stepmom was like, oh look, there's a train, and I was like, no, that's a disgrace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> which, you were which like, we have no, a picture pulled is, up of what it might be, and. It it kind of is is a disgrace. I, I guess I guess this kind of falls into like there's a special level of hell that's reserved for things that are definitely not trains trying to look like a train. Like like this thing, it, it has like a fake locomotive on the front of it. It does have a bunch of cars, but there's obviously no guideway. They all have like rubber wheels, and there's a connected like little almost like golf carts. But I like like there's like the tram. Have you been to have you been to um what's the place called uh, Wildwood? Uh no, actually. But they have these like trams that run up and down the boardwalk, and they're like yeah. not trying to be a train. I I actually love them because they're kind of like a train, but they're not trying to be a train, right? They're just like their own like weird freaking thing. It's like this weird boardwalk yeah. mass transit, and you've got to like step aside for the tram. And I think they have like a little thing that's like I guess step aside for the tram. I think that's great. But when it's trying to not be, a tr- you know, when it's trying to be a train too much and not just leaning into its weirdness of being in between, that's when it's a problem. But mm-hmm. um, so we've been talking like this whole time about what are these sort of fringe trains? What is the most trainy train that you can think of? All right. So when I think of a train, I generally think of uh, 440 American type Probably like similar to like the Jupiter, or the 119. It's just got the quintessential like 1860s 440. For some reason, that just is just like that's when you say train, that's what comes into my head. You so you think of um, like Transcontinental Railroad, like Golden Spike kind of train. Yeah, like that, like that old school. And I feel like that's probably a lot of people when they think of a train, like they think of that old kind of like, oh, I saw that in a history book. I saw that in a western, you know. Um, unless they're more, you know, you know, thought, you know, they, they think about trains a little bit more than that. Like I could see an argument being made for like, truthfully, like my other one would probably be something like a K4 Pennsylvania rare K4 where it's like, you know, so that's the most traditional train four, six, two, you know, it's big, it's, it's beefy, you know, it's pulling a fast passenger train, you know, that kind of thing i could you know something like or like a hudson a new york central hudson but those those i feel like are more of like oh i'm a rail fan and i understand yeah. those are like cool trains versus i feel like if you just say train to somebody they think 
440 American, you know, an old or at least, you know, steam train. That's what they think of. Um, if you think of like, oh, you know, modern train, then they think of like a bullet train. Um, yeah, and I guess like to, to me, when I say trainy train, like what does that mean? So one of the things that pops into my head is like, what is the train that has like done the most work? Like it's the trainiest train. It's like hauled the, it's the most stuff. It's been the most miles. Um, and I think what comes to mind as being like the most trainy train would just be like two SD40s pulling like a big, long manifest freight of being like mm-hmm. these, these locomotives have been around forever. Like when did SD40s start getting built? So SD40s are know. like probably Google the most it. like prolific American diesel locomotives, right? You looked up a hard drive. <laughs> you went SSD. An EMD SD40. I'm sure somebody's like, 19... why do you guys you guys call yourselves you call yourselves Rail Brothers? You don't you know don't when the know SD40 when the was SD... made. So 1966, which is the same year as my antique car that unequivocally does not work. And there's like there's these. They're it occasionally there, right? works. It occasionally works. That's true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we've yeah. Got... Well, they rebuild them just like they have to. You have to rebuild your car. You know. Yeah, I suppose that's true. But I guess in a way, but... when I think of trainy train, that is one thing that pops in my head is just like your standard American freight train, which now is all mm. screwed up because like when I think of the standard American freight train, I think of like the locomotives at the front. You got a big train. You might have a helper or two at the end. Where now, like you're lucky if you have two locomotives in the front. Yeah, it's true. Like it's weird. Like it's, what was it? Um, like yeah, it's weird because I was looking back at my photos in the other other day, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, nice traditional. Like oh yeah, you have two, two, three locomotives in front. Yeah, and like that's you know now like all, if I go rail fanning and I see freight trains, I'm like, there's only one locomotive in front. It looks weird to me. Like it yeah. looks weird. Like I'm like, no, you need to have like two diesels. Usually not like, you know, usually opposing this uh, each other in their direction, so then they can like you know. Um, easier switching moves and stuff so i don't know that's kind of the usual way i looked at it and i'm like this looks weird now when it's that but a lot of them that way um actually there was one of the really cool things when i went out to vegas last year um i got to see the trains going up over um like you know uh which i forget what the pass is that's over different passes are um going in and out of vegas there but there they were like five diesels in the front oh that's awesome two in the back like it was ridiculous I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, I feel um, like ne- next time we go out to East Broadtop, like we should, we should also go out to Altoona and just hang out Horseshoe Curve for a bit. Mm, yeah, that'd be pretty. Because I feel like it's something we uh, we yeah. sort of like at least personally, I've sort of missed from is, you know, we spent a lot we spent a lot of time around high speed trains and commuter trains and kind of freight trains hauling at track speed, but we don't really see a whole lot of this is a freight railroad going up the ruling grade. And just use yeah, you know, big engines just just hauling up a gigantic hill. Um, I think it's just a different flavor of railroading that we haven't seen too much. At least I haven't seen too much. Yeah. Well, I think it's also truthfully, I feel like it's vaguely harder to do that in the in the East Coast just because usually we have trees everywhere and yeah. stuff like that. Man, when you are out there in the desert, oh, you can just you're just like them, you yeah. see that tree train from miles away. That's pretty. And cool. you see that thing, yeah. It's and you see it snaking through the hills and stuff like that. It's really cool. So. Um, actually, I think I'm convincing myself now I need to rent another car when I go out to Vegas again this year. Yeah, do it. Hmm. Get a uh, get a convertible. Makes it even better. Uh, no, it is hot <laughs> out there. You can put the top up. 
Yeah, no. Also, Anna's uh, coming with me this year, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to just. Well, she can know, uh, drive the car, and you can pace it. I feel like she just wants to like sit by a pool I, and drink. I think so. I think she could do it. She'd be a great pace car person. Drink orange. Have you seen? Have you seen? For uh, our say, young shouting out, viewers. shouting, shouting out a a uh, listeners a, another rail fan. Who is it? Is like Nikon photographer. Have you seen this person's work? Maybe. I don't know who they are, but they took this one amazing just like pacing shot of like a CSX locomotive by a lake. I don't know, man. There's something about it. It was so good. Let me look it up. Yeah, it's 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 it was really good. Cuz it, it, it sort of highlights that these these diesel locomotives are, are kind of moving beasts as well. Cuz you don't really get that sense when you're seeing them and they pass by you, but because you're pacing it you're seeing this thing like bouncing up and down on the rails like it becomes talking about nikon rails nikon rails i think that's it yeah there's one like pacing shot i think it's of like a gp40 maybe i don't really know um like a csx gp40 and it's like going along this this lake or something and it's just as great it's it's like this great pacing shot and the lighting's amazing it's a super crisp video oh it's a video let me look at the video yeah i think it's a reel oh yeah that, yeah, that, ooh, it's like sunset. Yeah, that's, that's just one. really good. Good job, Nikon Rails. Yeah. Nailed it. Good job. Oh. Cool. But now I'm distracted. I'm like, oh, so, that was a good shot. Trainy train. So, yeah. I mean, other contenders we were talking about for trainy, trainy trains. trains. That's definitely a trainy train, right? Like an SD, yeah, like, like a GP40, just, just hauling. Yeah, I guess like other contenders to, uh, would be like a GG1, just in terms of like amount of stuff pulled because they're such high horsepower things. Like they probably pulled yeah, but more I don't tons. think anyone actually thinks of a GG1 nowadays well, uh, when they think of yeah, a train. Yeah, well, this is this is my weird pseudo definition of a trainy train, where I'm thinking of what is the most trainy kind of train. That's not a trainy kind of train. That's just a train that did a lot. That so did like, a lot. You have to think of what in the zeitgeist. So you're thinking of like the iconic train, like the primordial yeah. train. What? Uh, what's? The, oh my gosh! What is the um, the Platonic train? Like where it's the ideal train. Yeah. Like what is the ideal train? Yeah. Like I, the, as I said, my things are like you know. Hey, I think a four four American could fit the bill. I think something like a K four, something like you know a Pacific. Truthfully, uh, just because like I think the SD forty is in there too. Pe- just. I think a Paramarquette uh, one tw- oh, uh, 1225 probably just has Just because of it, the Polar uh, Express? Just because of the Polar Express movie. Like, hmm. that really... And truthfully, Thomas the Tank Engine. Like, I know we're all going to... We don't really like to talk about that as, as much train, in the train. You know, older rail fan community. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, that's, you know, one thing that gets kids hooked in trains, and that's... People, when they think of trains, they so, think of Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, that, they think of nothing, Polar Express. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. When did the when did Thomas the Tank Engine, the first book was like, what, in the 60s? I think it was like the 50s or 40s. The 50s. Look so, it up. Look up the railway series, Danny. <laughs> Go deep. I have an excuse because I have a daughter that's, you know, 18 months old. So yeah, let's see. What, I can the watch these book? without the any book? kind of shame. 1945. 19, uh, the author, so like the war ended, and boom, there's the railway ra- railway series. Wow, boom, that's pretty, so door. So the television series was in 1984. So this is like you know almost every single rail fan alive now 
would have actually in their younger days been exposed to the railway series. I don't know how much the railway series was. Uh, popular? The books were in, popular in the United States. Well, and stuff yeah, but I would I would think in the UK it was Thomas super popular, right? I, yeah, I think they were. And then even now, so like 1984, right? So I would say there's probably a majority or close to a majority of rail fans now would have been exposed to Thomas and Friends in the I'd say half. Yeah, probably half, yeah. yeah. Um, you know. I guess if you're an American and you think of trains, do you think, like, because we're steeped in it so much, do you think there's like this sense of, oh, that's a British train? You can clearly tell it's a British train. I guess I, I came across as there was a book being sold about Philadelphia train history, and the book was really great, but on the cover of it was this freaking like German locomotive. Yeah, it was I very think clear, like notoriously, uh, people don't think about what kind of train it is. Like, there, how many movies have we seen where like that is straight up not the right type of train? Yeah, like, well, I you know, think, but no, how well, many the, like. Posters have we seen where it's like, oh yeah, this is supposed to be something, and like. But the thing is, people do care about it. So I taught. We care about it. No, well, the people that they're targeting to buy this book cared about it because I went Ah, up to them and I was like, and I was like, hey, because they had a little stand. I was like, hey, this is this is like this cover is not is not appropriate because it's clear this is a train that would never have like ever been over here, or be like in a museum or something, right? And they're like, how can you tell that? I was like, I, and I had a tough time like articulating how it's, so I've actually thought about this a lot. I was like, what, what are the, the, the signs that I can see that can identify this is not an American train. It's it was a steam train. So it was a smoke box. Like American trains have a particular style of smoke box. European trains have a different style of smoke box and British trains typically have a different style. So it was a smoke box. Did it have the red wheels? The wheels were different. It, I think it also Did had it red, red wheels. It was black and white, but you could, I think you could oh. tell it had red wheels. Um, and so the, 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 the like this publisher kind of gave me a little bit of a hard time. Like, well, how can you tell? So I went to them the next year. All those books were on sale. <laughs> All those books were on sale. They had a new version with a GG1 in the front of it. There that you was go. Not on sale. So, so they, they, they had to print brand new books. They did that just for you, Danny. Well, I don't know if they did, but, I'm, but I, went, I talked to them again. They said, oh, no, no, you, we got so much mail in for this. <laughs> now uh, wait i mean are... if, if you think of the old adage like any press is good press you know <laughs> they're getting mm-hmm. attention so, there you go i think you know, we should start just randomly books. saying random stuff and, like on our videos we should just blatantly do wrong things and just people will be like that's <laughs> yeah, wrong like, that's wrong that was at you know this well, road not that road um, that's how some of, well that's how some of our instagram content got driven right <laughs> we could talk about that in a well that was time. more accident real accidental because <laughs> i'm like yeah i think that was uh what was it i think there. i know there was one at new hope where i was like i definitely put that oh, no, no. what i'm talking about is like the is the the division between the people who were berating the train for its its pollution and the people who were celebrating the pollution i <laughs> guess oh, yeah, that's what yeah. i'm talking about but we we can we can dive into that in, in another Another yeah, episode. that's like a whole nother. That's thing. a whole nother episode. Uh, uh, but, but I guess I guess I'll yeah. say that that at least to me, there's like an intrinsic. I would be able to easily identify as British. And I sort of mentally segre- segregate that from the American trains. I wonder how much of the general public would be able to tell that. My guess is not much, but I, I guess on the other hand, you might be surprised. Hmm. Um, 
Or that that specific one probably picked a lot of rail fans because you know, along with it. Yeah, and you know. the, and the real shame. Is, well, the book is actually quite good. Like the content inside of it, like it's all mm. it's all really good. Um, it was just the cover. I wonder. Hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of interesting. Funny. Interesting. So, trainy trains. But. What is a train? I think we talked about what's not a train. Uh, I think I've got a little analytical about trainy trains. My, what's your favorite train, Billy? It's hard. So like, you, you were talking about 1860s sort of trains. Um, I do. I am a big sucker for a 4-4 like American. A, like polished brass like, and all that. I love the polished brass. I love the gaudy paint schemes. Yeah. Like, but I also really like, like, a consolidation. Well, first of all, steam trains. <laughs> Done. Steam trains, uh, yeah. Like, I need a steam train. Um, like, there, I, I, I enjoy diesels. I enjoy electric. But steam, it's just... It has, it makes you like the, I could just be the ADHD that I have, but like all the moving part, external moving parts, the steam, the hissing, the lots of things going on versus generally with a diesel or a electric, a lot more of the mechanics of it are hidden behind panels in within the engine itself, within the motor. Um, you're not really supposed to see what's going on back there. You hear it sometimes, but you're not not in the same way. So I always was fascinated by the mechanics of it and just seeing the mechanics and how it's moving and everything like that. It just gives it a kind of mysticism and, you know, romanticism about it. Um, so saying that, Steam Train's definitely... 4-4 American is definitely up there. I enjoy a good consolidation just because they're like... I feel like a good workhorse engine. Um... Favorite one, like oh, yeah, recently, truthfully, like after chasing twenty one oh two this year, like that one might be up there. Like that was a dream come true. Seeing that engine go run again, just you know, from us being uh, growing up near an X Reading line, um, and you know, imagining what these massive steam trains would be going up past us, past our house. Um, and being able to see that again and running at track speed, that was flat out amazing. Uh, probably got to give it to that 2102. Yeah. So that's your favorite training train, 2102. Well, it's my favorite train. You didn't say training train. Well, we're that talking about training trains. <laughs> you said I, train. I think it fits the bill. That's a, tr- that's a pretty training train. Uh, yeah, I can't think of many more training trains than 2102. Yeah, uh, like it's pretty trainy train when it's pulling fifty hopper cars and a little red caboose at the end. Like, can't really ask for anything more than that, right? Other than a hundred cars. Yeah, that that is that, yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't know. So, what's yours? You gonna just make me talk? Yeah, I was, I was kind of deflecting here. Uh, whoop! I just deflected my mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. I, I guess like like the. I'm very conflicted, right? Because in a way, I constructed my modern life a bit around railways, right? Like I chose to live in a city so I could take a train every day, among other things, right? Um, on the other hand, I'm a train nerd, so I shouldn't be so practical. So I would say 20th Century Limited, probably my favorite train, mm. particularly the 1938 Good Streamlined uh, Hudson. That's That's pretty great. That's a that's a great train, um, but I'm also conflicted because like you know I I do just like riding on trains, 
so I mean, actually, I'll go up on top of that. So the one of my favorite train rides is going up the Hudson River, which mm. the 20th Century Limited did, right? Yeah. Uh, so just like taking the Amtrak up that, even the or even just Metro North, the Poughkeepsie is just a great ride. So that's a great train. That might be my favorite train. I don't know. That's not mm. a very good answer. Because <laughs> I've been on a lot of trains. And I like a lot of trains. So tough to tough to say what the favorite is. Well, I can see why you definitely like it. Because, you know, you, like, like if, especially, like, if you look at it, like, you're an architect. You are very interested in the visual aspects of things. And, you know, it's designed by Henry Dreyfus, you know, a famous designer. Yeah, um, he really, him and Raymond Louis essentially invented the profession of industrial design. Like, that was then. Yeah. And truthfully, I liked his uh, takes on it a lot better than uh, Raymond Lowey. Um, like, the GG1 is amazing, obviously, but I feel like uh, yeah. Raymond Lowey's work with steam engines, he tended to hide a lot of the mechanics and stuff of it, uh, which, as I just went over, I love the mechanics of a steam engine. I want to see the rods moving. I want to see So I think wheels. what you're saying is that Henry um, Dreyfus is a better industrial designer than Raymond Lowey. I don't know. GG1 looks which, pretty... pretty. Uh, I might. Well, the thing is, he didn't really. Um, He didn't really design. We, by the way, this this is is, uh, we we'll do an episode just on Raymond Louis Henry Henry Dreyfus. If oh really? Oh crap! Maybe we should edit this out. No. Uh, No, no, I think no. This is a preview. Preview. We can we can talk about it. Um, But most of Raymond Louis' involvement on the GG one, not to belittle it, because he definitely did design it. But the form was already there, you know? Like, they did the form. Mm. The Pennsylvania Railroad did it by themselves without Raymond Louis to, like, have, like, the wedge in the front. It was because they had the oh, box. Really? Yeah, they had the box. Um, the, the GG1's an electric locomotive. Uh, the early box locomotives had yeah. the the controls were the at the very end front. of it. There are some pretty bad rear ends that killed the engineers, so they mm. basically wanted to make it more like a steam locomotive, where you've got like this big hunk of metal set back in front of the engineer, which is what all the engineers were used to at the time as well. Um, and that's how that form came to be: is they're basically modeling a steam engine almost in terms of the visibility, mm. right? So that's how that shape came from. So old rivets, gotcha. right? Old rivets, yeah basically wasn't designed by Henry by, by Raymond Louis. Oh. I always just, thought that he was somehow influential at least in the design of it and the shape of it his, in some way. I my understanding is his his suggestion was first to weld the whole body instead of riveting it, right? Mm. Which really does have a big impact on it because it allows you to kind of accentuate all those curves on it, right? Yeah. And then the paint scheme, which also mm. was super important. Yeah. Like the whisker paint scheme yeah. was all him. So I, that's as I said, I don't want to belittle like what his contribution was, but it wasn't entirely him, which actually, in a way, makes that a him a good designer because it's not like he was trying to reinvent the wheel there. Like he was taking something that's already there, accentuating it, and making it better, which is what he did, which is great. Which is that that's what a good yeah. industrial designer is supposed to do. Whereas for maybe his later T ones, were a little too heavy on the stylizing and and not as cognizant. Well, the T1, oh. I think, actually is okay with me. Like, bring up a picture of the T1 again. Let me just look Are at you it. Thinking of, so, are you thinking of the S1? I think the S1 <laughs> is what I'm generally <laughs> thinking of S1, when I have like the... like a freaking... Yeah, you need to put PR. Yeah. Yeah, like that one, it, it completely obscures the, like... Uh, like, when they take... So, like, the first version of it didn't have the, the side rods exposed. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't like. And then they did the same similar thing with the K4 when they streamlined it. Um, so I was like, eh, 
And then occasionally they take them off because they were like, yeah, we don't feel like servicing it anymore. And then it, and it still doesn't look that great because it didn't really incorporate them into the design like the Dreyfus did. Yeah, and to yeah, be clear, that, mm. Henry Dreyfus had some designs early on that did the same thing. I just think he learned from them maybe a little quicker mm. because you know, gotcha. the, the, the T1 was actually after the 1938 streamlining of the Dreyfus Hudson, which I would consider the yeah. most successful. Ooh, ooh. Mm. Ooh, Maybe not the most successful. I'm actually thinking, Ooh. what is the most successful streamlining of a steam locomotive? I think I would go with an A4, and I think I would go with the J-Class. Because the J-Class, they never lost it. So it was never that big of a of a hindrance in terms of maintenance. Yeah. They only lost it also, during the war. Also, what is it, the, uh, the, what is it, the G4 Daylight? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess a little... I'll, I, the, uh, what that is the, streamlining what is like states, so right? is yeah. is only light streamlining so I think it's almost in a different category in my opinion. Mm. I don't know, but maybe maybe, maybe not. Anyway, uh, so oh, I think no, I think those are definitely streamlined. Like the they're definitely on the streamlined. Like yeah, look it up. GS four pay scale. There we go. So speaking a, of, I believe Broadway Limited's coming out with another run of these in HO. Yeah, I'm just glad I don't model it, so then I, don't get, I can't get <laughs> like talked into buy buying it. one. There it is. Wow. Yeah. Just I, so I, you know, I, I talked Danny into buying a uh, the Cotto and Cotto version of that at the last train show we went makes to. Zero sense for you know it does no it makes a hundred percent sense for your railroad. You just re- your railroad is just I want to run stuff. That I want to run. Cool, well, and it I, looks cool. Passenger trains. It's focused on passenger. It's trains. a passenger train. And this is the, the self does promoting the most beautiful passenger train in the world but i mean if yeah. you look at the front of it you, you could see exposed rivets all over the place i don't know yeah it's but like if you look at it look, look at the top of it that's definitely squared off in a like that's yeah, not the some typical way the, the boiler was yeah yeah there's some casing yeah. at the top of it but so i don't know uh i wouldn't put it in the same class as like mallard or even the j class seriously i don't know i feel like the mallard always look actually looks weird it's just a big wedge well, I, I'm not necessarily saying it. It's the, it's the, like the best. Ev- I'm saying most successful streamlining. Oh, it probably is cause, because you know. they never lost it ever, right? Like, yeah, they never took it all off. They always kept it. Um, yeah, which like even the even some other like like the coronation. I class, would like to see one of those run one of these. Yeah, one, yeah. Well, next I mean maybe good. next time I got to coordinate one, go to the UK and try to see that. Um, mm. Like the, the was it the coronation, which is the one also in the British the uh, the gosh what was it called the National Railway Museum I, that lost all of its streamlining at, at some point right like a lot oh, of oh no that was the, the one the one you're the looking Duchess, at there, that's the Duchess the Duchess the Duchess sorry Duchess class I guess um, yeah yeah but I'm, I'm talking about being successful I I mean you can talk about the aesthetics of the the mallard but I mean I think like it, it depends on great. what you're thinking like so if your definition of is just successful is that it lasted until it was well, scrapped uh, by successful um, I mean it's some it certainly has to have some sort of iconic um identity which I don't think you can argue with the mallard <laughs> it's yeah, freaking it's, iconic it's, right yeah, uh, it's got some utility in that these were were meant to be high performance, high speed machines, and streamlining it a little probably helped a little bit. It didn't; it only hurt maybe a little bit, but it probably helped too. Uh, and then third is that it it stayed on, which meant that it was workable 
that you didn't it didn't make the make the performance of it that much worse. Mm. There's definitely yeah. some locomotives that were streamlined that didn't make any sense, and after a couple of years, they took the streamlining off because it yeah. just wasn't worth it. What about the Hiawatha? That looks good. That was always yeah. The good. Hiawatha right. lasted till the end too. Yeah, so that would be, but uh, to me, less iconic. Yeah, and the Crusader. So, so these Come are the, on, the, Crusader. the Crusader. Yeah, the Crusader sort of made it too. That's a local one, but local yeah. one, and that one was by a different designer, actually by an architect, Paul Philippe Cray, Philadelphia mm. architect. We could talk about him as well. He was great. He did. He was essentially like if you had if Raymond Louis was the Pennsylvania Railroad mm. industrial designer for Pennsylvania Railroad, and you had uh, Henry Dreyfus, who was the the the, the, the uh, New York Central, Paul Philippe Cray was both for the Reading, but also more importantly the Bud Company. Oh. So his his firm and then his successor firm did a bunch of work, H2L2, with the Bud Company. So um, in Philadelphia, for example, we've got the Ben Franklin Bridge, right? One of the greatest bridges mm. in the world, in my opinion. Paul Philippe Cray was the architect involved on that bridge. So it's a Paul Philippe Cray bridge. Mm. The uh, Paco High Speed Line, the original cars were by the Bud Company in like the late 60s. H2L2, the successor, successor firm, Basically, all of Paul Philippe Cray's uh, um, colleagues became that. They had this long-standing relationship with the Bud Company, so they were like the architects and designers for those cars that are now still the Patco cars. So in a way, you can go mm. on a, like Paul Philippe Cray bridge on like a Paul Philippe Cray inspired car, and potentially get off. And enter a Paul Philippe Cray designed park. You know, <laughs> you have this whole little wow. Paul Philippe Cray uh, wonderland on the Patco. That's Cray, man. Cray. Yeah, it is Cray. Um, <laughs> so he was involved with the Bud Company. So the Bud Company, probably one of the most important rail manufacturers ever. And I don't mm, think it's actually yeah. an, enough credit because it's probably. You know, well, they you should, invented the we, stainless we should write that down and car. do another podcast on that. Yeah, we're, the, we should wrap up soon. Yeah. I think. So, trainee trains. Uh, so, trainee trains. Uh, trainee trains need to run on trekkie tracks um, of some sort. They need to have the ability to have multiple uh, carriages or cars. Um, I don't know. I think is that our definition that we decided on? Yeah, they need to multiple things linked. Well, it doesn't even need to be multiple things linked together, but it needs to have multiple wheels, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Be Could on have a, one wheel? Hmm. That'd be pretty one tough. To yeah. I feel like there's got to be something stupid that was that way. <laughs> yeah. Was, um, I think that it was the guideway part, the fixed guideway that. Mm-hmm. It can't operate without the guideway. I th- it seems to be that was the most important thing. Yeah. Like, if you took away the track, uh, so you wouldn't have it. One yet. thing I realized we didn't even talk about, what about a horse-drawn carriage when it was on the rail, when they had it on the tracks? Yeah, I mean, that's... Is that's, that a train? That was the first train, right? The, Are they? The, the horse-drawn... They? they don't have a locomotive. They're not... Carriageways? You know, well, the horse, horse was the locomotive. And as we said, locomotives were not important, right? Like, if you if you had if you had a horse-drawn coal train that had a bunch of coal wagons that they're trucking up and down that's a train i to guess me. so i guess yeah. so to me that's a train i guess so i'm not happy about it but i guess I'm are like it, if you, and if you have a gravity railroad that still is a train right that's a roller coaster uh <laughs> but there were legitimate <laughs> which i guess is also which is a train. train yeah roller coasters are unequivocally a train hmm 
because hmm. they they've they right. fixed guideways, right? Yeah, I guess yeah, so. We were trying to we were trying That's to wrap fine. this up. And we were, and now we just we opened just up a whole other can of worms. Bit. But yeah, roller coasters or trains, that. which is which is yeah, I think no. some of the reason why I like roller coasters is they have blocks. Like the whole thing is just straight up a train. They just don't have locomotives for the most part. Yeah, because they have block signaling effectively, right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, they, they are dis. They have dispatch. I kind of hate that you you're, you're telling me this. Like it makes sense, but yeah. I kind of am like my brain was like that's not a train. It is a train. Well, it is made. They're on tracks. They're it's actually a very train. They started as trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They started, you know, the Gravity Railroad and blah, 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 blah in Montchonk. We yeah, Montchonk, yeah. Yep. So we can do a whole other episode on that. So write that down, Danny. So what, what was uh, – we had trainy trains. Um, you can do, like, Gravity Railroad or something like that. And yeah. And then uh, Industrial Designers. Yeah. Also, another one I think that Danny should do is talk about train stations because he is an architect and he has actual, unlike all this other information, which is just random information he has, um, that he actually has like a degree saying that he knows something about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we, yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe there's even more <laughs> things that we can do with that. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, this was we'll uh, tr- train trains. So I think we, the guide train trains on the stacky talk. Uh, with the Rayleigh brothers. <laughs> with the Rayleigh brothers. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know why this has become this way, but it is. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you all enjoyed our podcast. Uh, this is actually, I think, our first one that might debut. I don't know. Maybe it might be the second. But I hope you all enjoyed it, and uh, uh, hope you come back for more. Thanks. From this rusty place Take the first train today When you're going on those rusty rails And you'll hear that lonesome whistle wave